Live from Miami, Florida, the foodie presents WTF. Where's the food? Hey, what's going on? It is Nick, and we're back for another episode of WTF, Where's the Food, presented by the Halal Guys. This would be episode number four. Thank you guys for joining me once again for another episode, season two, well underway. And this week, coming off the South Beach Seafood Festival, such a great time. A big shout out to Todd and Val putting this thing on, having me be a part of Crab Slabs and Cabs. If you came out to Crab Slabs and Cabs, appreciate you. Thank you for coming. It was a great time, and we hope we can do it next year even bigger than we did this year. You can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TheFoodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Of course, the website, you can't forget about it, TheFoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. You can subscribe and listen to and download WTF Words of Food wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. You can also listen to full episodes of WTF Words of Food on the website as well. Side note, if you do listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a review on their five stars. I would truly appreciate it. Now, let's run down episode number four of WTF Words of Food presented by the Halal Guys. This week, John Offerdahl, you know, the football player. He's joining me on the show. He used to play for the Miami Dolphins, stayed in the community in Miami, open up restaurants, and he has a great event called the Gridiron Grill-Off that has turned into a complete weekend festival. We'll talk to him about that, plus his restaurants, some football talk. I mean, we do it all here on WTF Wars of Food. Also, food news, of course, we're going to do it on this episode of WTF Wars of Food. And, of course, the food porn of the week coming to us from Snacks All Day Every Day. Snacks All Day Every Day, and they posted these fries with the work. So I'll explain what that is coming up in food porn of the week. Of course, if you want to follow along with the show, you can on the website, thefoodie.com. Photos, links, everything we talk about on there. Shout out to the Halal guys for sponsoring this season of WTF Words of Food. So let's just kick off episode number four with my conversation with John Offerdahl. John Offerdahl, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, it's great to be on your show, Nick. Your podcast. I love it. Let's <laughs> well, go. Well, thank you. Thank you again. And you know, you have a great event coming. Uh, the Gridiron Grill Off, uh, November 9th through 11th. We'll get right. to that. But first, I kind of want to get to know you. I don't know you. I've, I've studied right. you a little bit. Um, but I want the listeners to get you know you too. So you're originally from uh, Wisconsin, right? Yeah. So I <laughs> I grew up in Wisconsin to a family of four older sisters and okay. no brothers. How's that for a start? A shock. It's a shock. A reality. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my whole uh, upbringing in, in Wisconsin in a small farm farming community was wearing my sister's hand-me-downs okay playing the french horn okay and looking for an escape from torture <laughs> <laughs> so is, is it, you do you think that obviously played a part in you wanting to play football eventually down the road <laughs> that, there was a hope i actually had a picture uh next to my bed on a wall a blank wall but a little teeny picture and it was quoting teddy roosevelt okay on the picture was a football team and under, on the quote, it said, in life as in football, hit the line hard, don't foul, don't shirk, hit the line hard. That simple thought I dreamt about for those early 13 years, wow. seeking an escape, finding ultimately that football was literally my escape. Your escape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from uh, a lot of female estrogen. That's what I call it. But uh Definitely grew up in a, a strange family. Love my sisters, <laughs> but uh, thankfully found uh, found football. And you play college football, right? For what team? Yeah, so I, I wasn't the easy uh, dr- uh, recruit out of high school. 
Uh, I got a half a scholarship to a, the only Division One school that offered me a scholarship, okay. which was Western Michigan. Okay. And there is where I met um, the second most influential man in my life, Coach Greg Madison. Okay. The third most influential man in my life, Coach Jack Harbaugh, okay. who's the father of the two Harbaugh sons mm-hmm. who have been in the uh, Super Bowl. And uh, played four years, immediately got a full scholarship, played every down at Western Michigan, have amassed more tackles than anyone could even think of. Congratulations. Yes, so you're welcome. And then, <laughs> uh, and that was my gateway into the NFL. Not as a superstar player on a great team, but as a, uh, a player who played every down, uh, did well at a school that was on the smaller side of a Division One. But you did get drafted and buy home team right here, Miami Dolphins, right? I did, and that was the number one most influential <laughs> person in my life, Coach Don Shula. You know, it was uh, 1986, and I was uh, really unknown, uh, but they drafted me as their first pick in the second round. Okay. Uh, so I, I was their first pick. They didn't have a first-round draft pick that year. So I got treated like a first-round draft pick, okay. although I was picked in the second round. <laughs> and uh, immediately uh, had the opportunity to captain and start uh, my first game as an NFL football player and went on to play eight years for the Dolphins, which my um, – you know, I just pinch myself every day saying I, I got to captain the defense with uh, the best quarterback captaining the offense and the best coach heading the team. It's coach incredible. Shula. Yeah. And while you're playing football, you know, now you're you're a restaurateur. Did you ever think that you wanted to, to jump into the restaurant, the food scene? Oh, absolutely. So it, it, it all starts back with my football pro days. Um my first four years, I, I played well, made the uh, the Pro Bowl every year, uh-huh. and I came up to a contract negotiation. Uh, leading into that contract negotiation, I got married to my wife. Okay. We put business plan together to enter the restaurant business, okay. started a bagel store, a bagel store. and that bagel store uh, grew into what is now called Einstein's Brothers Bagel. So, why, why a bagel store? Yeah, well, my brother-in-law was selling equipment in okay. Chicago, and uh, there was a revolutionary new piece of uh, <laughs> equipment that changed the bagel industry, and it was called a steam inject- injection oven. Okay. Uh, so from the uh, traditional water-boiled bagel came this new steam-injected bagel. We loved it. It was easier to eat. Uh, we, we thought, man, and kind of changing the industry, let's do it. So... We went to our lawyer, okay. a guy named Charlie Morgan, who lives down here, and we came to him with this idea. And uh, funny, funny story. He kind of asked us. He kind of quizzed us, like, like you would uh, giving advice to anybody who wanted to enter the restaurant business. Uh-huh. He goes, like, have you ever worked in a restaurant? Uh, no. no, Charlie, I never worked in a restaurant. <laughs> Just play football. Sorry. Have you ever taken a business course? No, my major is biomedicine. My wife is art, masters in art. <laughs> He went through a litany, where are you from? I'm Norwegian, I'm from Wisconsin. He goes, when you're trying to open up a bagel store in, in you know, South Miami, in Miami, you're crazy, you're gonna fail. <laughs> and I said, I just feel led, Charlie. And so he said, well, come back in a week and let me think about this. So he calls us a week later, says, come on in, I have this present for you. It was a big box wrapped up. We all un- unwrapped it, opened it up, and lo and behold, it was a bagel toaster. Isn't that cool? That's amazing. That is an encouragement from a lawyer who would never, you would think, 
encourage a football player in the midst of his prime career to start something so crazy as a bagel business. Yeah. But that's why when people come to me asking me about my advice, mm-hmm. I got to be very careful uh, because it's amazing what a motivated person can do against the odds. Mm-hmm. I, you see it every day in America. It's the awesome story. Yep. And um, so what we tell them, if you want to go in the restaurant business is don't quit your day job, pick up on nights and weekends, a restaurant job, work two jobs. And if you can survive that, you probably have the grit it takes to succeed in the restaurant industry. And not many people do, I can tell you that. It's a high, as it's you a, know, probably 70, 80, 90% of the businesses yeah. that start in the restaurant business yeah. don't last too long. Yeah. But uh, what, what, it's so competitive. The consumer has so much choice. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I wish the rest of the industry uh, in, in a free market was so competitive because ultimately there's constant change in the restaurant industry mm-hmm. and it's always to provide a better product and a better service to the consumer. Yeah, That's right. awesome. Mm-hmm. you know. So there is a lot of failure, but the succeeders definitely are doing things right. And you succeeded. You uh, Why the decision to merge or, or become Einstein uh, Brothers? Well, if you think about it, I retired from football in 1993, and that same year, 1994, quite honestly, I retired from our bagel business. And, uh, you know, it was... Uh, you just had enough, or you just no, retired? No, we just had a huge opportunity in okay. front of us, and we got it to a point of 10 locations. Uh, we were running it really well, but the opportunity was greater than what we thought we could do, so... It was one of, um, quite honestly, I kind of would say it was one of my bigger regrets in life. Uh, But it wasn't a regret because I think we made the right decision. It was a regret because we had something that was so special. Mm -hmm. And the culture and the operations and the product was so good. built from the ground up. And we had built it from the ground up. That, you know, you think it's going to happen every day in your life. And it doesn't. Mm -hmm. You know, quite honestly, we hit the nail on the head with that product at that time. Right before the Starbucks and you know mm-hmm. uh, the breakfast day part was really becoming popular, when we re-entered the business after a five-year non-compete in early 2000, we, we quite honestly realized, oh gosh, we didn't hit the nail on the head this time in around. In those five years, did you have an itch to get back? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, one of the neatest things that I loved, and I wish I could do it better. Quite honestly, I mean, I think I can be pretty. Uh, <laughs> pretty practical about this is like I got coached by the best coach in the NFL, two of the best coaches, mm-hmm. coach Jack Harbaugh in college and Don Shula. I love running a business because you're kind of the coach. Yeah. You're the you, leader. You're the leader. And, um, the, you know, really the buck stops with you. And, um, so, you know, going into the business the second time around, I was probably cocky and confident that, uh, we could make that magic happen. And it wasn't as easy. Quite honestly, we started with the juice store and for whatever reason, it just didn't connect to the consumer as much. So we had to change. Uh, we brought in hot elements. And anyways, we've morphed it over the last 10 years. We absolutely love where we are right now. And that's. Uh, and what is it right now? It's called Offered Alls Off the Grill. And what, what can what can consumers go and, and, and enjoy? So the, they can the go grill? to a quick service restaurant okay. and get breakfast, lunch, and dinner off the grill. We grill uh, steak, chicken, salmon avocados, vegetables, we grill eggs off the grill nice. for breakfast. And it's a, you know, when you get just grilled food, it, it tastes better, it's healthier for you. And in the quick service without the waitress side of it, um, you really don't see that quality of food. So we love it because it's ultimately a lifestyle. 
yeah. you know, eating and living off the grill. Life off the grill is kind of how we look at oh, things. I like it. Yeah, live life off the grill, <laughs> right? Uh, and it's a, it's a lifestyle. So it kind of leads us into kind of what uh, the Gridiron Grill Off uh, Food, Wine, and Music Festival has become after nine years. And it's now you've added the music part, right? Did you have that last year? We have. Well, we, we've dabbled with music, okay. but we're, this is the first year we're stretching it into a three-day festival okay. instead of just a one-day and we last year we had music that uh, uh, Saturday night. So this okay. year it'll be Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday. Wow! And uh, it, it's really ultimately enjoying and celebrating life off the grill. So we grill fine dining, we grill backyard barbecuing, and we grill fanatic game day. Amazing! Right, tailgaters. So you bring those three worlds together, you pretty much touch everybody who lives <laughs> and lives yeah. lives life off the grill. You kind of tie in the element of the football as well, right? Well, football and food, yeah, go together. Gridiron and grill, right? <laughs> they go together. So we definitely. It's kind of interesting if you don't mind me taking you no, back a little ahead. bit. Yeah. Why did we do this? Well, obviously we're in the food business, mm-hmm. and I got a huge lug in, in the football or yeah. what I call the sports and entertainment industry. You bring those two worlds together in a collision. Make sure you understand, I, I still am a linebacker, so I love <laughs> contact. And so in a collision, and it connects to people. It absolutely connects to people. So I saw t- 10 years ago, I saw my son feeding the homeless out in Holiday Park in Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And he was committed to it. And I was just really impressed with him. And here's where a, a child can kind of mentor his papa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was committed to it, and he, he wasn't really feeding people. He was creating a relationship with them. That's how he spoke to what he was doing. And I, it really caught my mind and an attention, and I said, gosh darn it, I've been charitable um, my whole life. But, you know, here's an opportunity that God has given me, which is off the football field and off the dinner table, to bring those two worlds together. Mm-hmm. So that was really the impetus to bring chef and athlete together to compete in the gridiron goal off. So... Uh, ever since then, we've uh, created a public foundation called Offered All's Handoff Foundation, and we use the Gridiron Grill Off and our great sponsors like Walgreens and University of Health Systems to um, generate funds to feed the needs of those in crisis. It's incredible. And I was reading, you do have a cornhole competition, right? So, tell me about this <laughs> cornhole competition. <laughs> <laughs> so the how, genesis how of the cornhole <laughs> competition literally came because – because we're old <laughs> legends who want to compete. And there's about zero sports you can do except for cornhole <laughs> where you can compete at any age and still feel like a victor. So <laughs> so it started, obviously, cornhole, tailgating. It's all part of the fun. But uh, we've always had it be part of our um, event and, and competitive. This year we're bringing the American Cornhole League in and uh, as a regional competition. And I didn't even know this was a real thing. Until oh. recently, you go on ESPN and you'll be amazed uh, when when the maybe there's not a really good football game on. They'll probably play <laughs> a cornhole tournament in there, slip it in. But it's uh, unbelievable to see how those cornholes have the uh, ability to curve around that board right into that hole. These players are very professional, so <laughs> we're bringing that competition. So our event, the Walgreens Good and Grow Off Food, Wine, and Music Festival, is where competition. Celebrity competition and charity collide. And competition is a huge part of it. We compete with the fine dining, gridiron, grill-off, food and wine event. We compete 
in the cornhole. We compete this year in 30 pitmasters coming down from all across wow. Florida in a barbecue competition. It's awesome. And we have a $1,000 winner for the best tailgate competition between only five tailgaters this year. So those are four competitive elements where we bring the weekend with music to the consumer. And, and you know, if you love competition but you don't have to get a sweat going, <laughs> come on down to the Gridiron Grill Off. Now, uh, John, do you cook at home? I grill at home. Oh, you grill at home. Yeah, there's a difference now. Yeah, there is. They, they, I, people call this the cook-off, and i got to correct them right away. Man, <laughs> this is not a cook-off. This is the grill-off. I grill. Have you ever thought about uh, maybe releasing a, a cookbook for grilling? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and um, I love grilling, and I love going bizarre on everything I grill. So um, there's, a, there's a definitely a good chance to do that as time goes on. Well, what's a lot of fun is our tw- – so our Gridiron Grill Off Food and Wine Festival, that the, the component, yeah. the venue that's just high-end food uh, off the grill – we have 22, that's that's a football team, we have 22 top chefs paired up with the Miami Dolphin legends. And they create a recipe that, that literally vies for the fans' vote mm-hmm. and through, through an app and for a judges' panel vote. And uh, the winner of the judges' panel is the official Gridon Grill-Off champion. But those recipes that come off the, um, off the grill are amazing recipes we get from these Top chefs. That's awesome. So mean, that's, that's a cookbook, a, that's right a cookbook there. every year, <laughs> and we literally have it on an app um, through a um, a program okay. where we, we we attach the recipes. That that app is literally, to your point, a cookbook. That's awesome. Um, so it's a lot of fun for fans who go to the event and access that. Now, any plans to come up maybe with like a new concept, something in your head that you've always wanted to do, and maybe you're gonna dabble coming up soon with. Like food-wise, like a new restaurant concept or something? Okay, so our event, uh, our restaurant, Offered All's Off the Grill, uh, we're remodeling all of our stores. Oh, nice. We have another. We just did a remodel two weeks ago at Weston. We do another remodel over at Hollywood uh, the 30th. Mm-hmm. We open up uh, our Fort Lauderdale Airport oh, nice. uh, the day before our Gridiron Grill Off. <laughs> we got to figure out how that's going to work. Um, so we're opening that up. To me, that's... That's our excitement in the for-profit world is to bring great quality food off the grill to the consumer. That's awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on the show. I truly appreciate it. I hope to see you at the grill off. Tell people how they can get tickets if they don't have their tickets already. So this is the easiest. Just go <laughs> to, you got to remember the word, the gridiron grill off. So it's like football and food, gridiron and go. grill. Go to gridirongrilloff.com and, and you'll not only see the food and wine festival venue, you'll see the barbecue venue, you'll see all the concerts. So there's a lot to learn and a lot to choose from. That there are bundles, a lot of different ways to engage the three day weekend, and the it's at the Pompano Beach uh, Amphitheater and Park, uh, November 9th, 10th, and 11th. There you go, John. Thank you so much again. I truly appreciate it. Great to be on the show. A big thanks to John Offerdahl for coming on the show. Make sure you get tickets to the Gridiron Grill Off. Got to be amazing. You want to check it out, and uh, he's doing some great things for our community. More from WTF Wars of Food presented by the Hala guys after this message. Now, if you haven't heard by now, New York's most famous street food has come to Miami. The world famous Hala guys is now open in South Miami. Here's the address. 5966 South Dixie Highway. If you want to go there, enjoy the world famous chicken and beef euro platter or sandwich. You can't forget about their famous white and red sauces either. It's all about the sauce. 
Now, the more white sauce, the better. And if you like spicy like me, the hot sauce is fire. Now, you've seen your friends post about it. You've seen me post about it. The Halal Guys on Instagram. Well, now you can enjoy this deliciousness for yourself at the new Halal Guys in South Miami, 5966 South Dixie Highway. Go for lunch or go for dinner and tell them that the foodie sent you. And for my people in Brickle, the Halal Guys is coming to your neighborhood in just a few weeks at the new 1010 Brickle Building on 10th. And also... Halak guys in South Miami getting wings. These things are amazing. You're going to want to try them. I'll let you know when they're released, but they're coming real soon. Just posted a photo on Instagram so you can see what these things are, and they look amazing. Shout out to Halak guys. Make sure you check them out. Go for dinner. Go for lunch. Go for snack time. It doesn't matter. Tell them that Nick the Foodie sent you, and make sure you enjoy some Halak guys. Back to WTF Words of Food. Now, what do you say? Let's jump to some food news. Now, Arby's will start serving up duck breast sandwiches for a limited time. It is the first for a chain and a first for the fast food industry. The seared duck sandwich will feature a whole duck breast, smoked cherry sauce, and crispy onions on a signature Arby's bun. According to Arby's, 16 different locations around the country will start selling the seared duck sandwiches with plans to expand this nationwide in the near future. Now, Buffalo Wild Wings has added pumpkin spice wings to their menu. Now, B-dubs, as everybody knows them, these pumpkin spice wings are made with a barbecue pumpkin ale sauce. The sauce is a combination of ale, barbecue flavors, and pumpkin spice. These wings are only available through the end of October, but they have also added a red enchilada wings to the menu coated with spicy red chili sauce topped with extra cheese, green onions, plus sour cream, just like an enchilada. And those are available on the menu till mid-November. Now, Burkeen, we talked about them last week. They had the Fanta shake that's black, and it was just giving people all kinds of problems, making their teeth black. This week, they're adding a new green burger to the menu called the Nightmare King. Now, this new burger combines a quarter pounder of beef with a crispy fried chicken fillet, American cheese, thick-cut bacon, mayo, and onions served between a glazed green sesame seed bun. Now, the burger is on the menu until October 1st, so try if you dare. Chick-fil-A is testing a frosted drink based on key lime pie. The new frosted key lime features Chick-fil-A's lemonade and vanilla soft serve combined with a sugar-free lime flavoring. Chick-fil-A is testing this in Austin, Texas now for a limited time, but plans to release it nationwide sometime soon. Banana fans, Kellogg's is releasing banana cream frosted flakes in January. The cereal is the frosted flakes we all love, coated with sweet frosting, flavor with ripe banana, cream, and vanilla. Now we all have something to look forward to after the holidays, so mark your calendars. Skinny Pop has two new limited edition flavors for the holiday season. White chocolate peppermint and gingerbread cookie are coming later this year. Right now you can find them at Walgreens, but they will be released store-wide, nationwide, by the end of the year. Now sour cream and onion Pringles flavored ramen now exists. Super Cup and Pringles teamed up to celebrate their 30th anniversary by creating the Pringles Sour Cream and Onion and Pringles Jalapeno and Onion Flavor Ramen. Now, Pringles is also launching Chicken Soy Ramen and Squid Dry Noodles flavors. The sad part is that these flavors are only available in Japan for a limited time. Now, McDonald's is testing two cold brew drinks at more than 70 San Diego McDonald locations. The new McCafe cold brew coffee can be ordered with or without cream and sugar and can be customized with French vanilla, caramel, or hazelnut flavors. These should hit McDonald's nationwide sometime soon. The Cheesecake Factory is giving away free slices of Reese's and Hershey's Cheesecake this Halloween. Cheesecake Factory has teamed up with DoorDash, and if you order online, you will be rewarded with a free slice of cheesecake. Here's how it works. 
starting Monday, October 29th through Wednesday, October 31st. Place an order through the DoorDash app. And as long as there is more than $30 in your cart, use the promo code TREAT or TREAT, and you will get yourself a free slice of cheesecake. What? Papa John's is selling a Halloween pizza shaped like a jack-o'-lantern. Now it's round, but has a little nub on top like a pumpkin stem. And the pepperoni is laid out to make eyes, a smile, and border around the entire edge. These pizzas are available now through Halloween and cost $24 for a large. But if you use the coupon code JACKOLANTERN, you'll get $13 off. Food Porn of the Week. And this week, the Food Porn of the Week coming to us from Snacks All Day Every Day. Make sure you give them a follow. Snacks All Day Every Day. They posted fries with the works. What are the works? Aged cheddar, smoked bacon, and sour cream from Blue Ribbon Fried Chicken. They got locations in New York and Las Vegas. I can tell you this looks amazing. And you can see the fried chicken sandwich in the back of the photo. I need this right now. It is epic. You got to see it for yourself. I just posted it on Instagram at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Of course, shout out to Snacks All Day Every Day. Make sure you give them a follow at Snacks All Day Every Day. Also, if you do see some food porn that you think I should talk about on the show, or highlight in Food Porn of the Week, make sure to tag me on Instagram, at the foodie, and we'll talk about it next week. And that's it. That's going to wrap up episode number four of season two of WTF Wars Food, presented by the Hala Guys. Thank you guys for joining. What a great episode. Make sure you check out John Offerdahl and his Grid Iron Grill Off. It's all for a great cause. Fun event. You got to check it out. And if you're a football fan, even better. Next week, the infamous, the world-famous Dos Croquetas joining me on the show, Vicky and Alec. It's going to be fun. You're going to want to listen. You can subscribe and download to WTF Words of Food on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts, leave me a review on there. And, of course, you can listen to full episodes of WTF Words of Food presented by the Halal Guys on the website, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. And a big thank you to the Halal Guys for making these episodes possible and sponsoring us for Season 2. Of course, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. The website, links, photos, everything you want to know about the episode is on there. Thanks again for listening to WTF Words Food presented by the Hala Guys. My name is Nick, and always remember to hashtag never stop eating. Never stop eating.